A solid-state drive, SSD, is a solid-state storage device that uses an integrated circuit assembly to store data, typically acting as secondary storage in a hierarchy of flash memory and computer storage. It is sometimes called a solid-state device or solid-state disk, even though SSDs lack physical spinning disks and have read-write heads used in hard disk drives, HDDs, and floppy disks. Compared to electromechanical drives, SSDs are generally more resistant to physical shocks, run silently, and have quicker access times and lower latency. SSDs store data in semiconductor cells. As of 2019, cells can contain 1 and 4-bit data. SSD storage devices differ in their properties according to the number of bits stored in each cell with single-bit cells, SLC, usually the most reliable, durable, fast end, compared to 2 to 6 and 3-bit. There are expensive types. Cells, MLC and TLC, and finally quad-bit cells, QLC, are being used for consumer devices that do not require such extreme properties and are the four cheapest. In addition, 3D's point memory, sold by Intel under the Optin brand, stores data by changing the electrical resistance of cells rather than storing electrical charges in cells, and SSDs made of RAM can be used for higher speeds. Can be used when data persists after power loss is not required, or may use battery power to retain data when its normal power source is unavailable. Hybrid drives or solid-state hybrid drives, SSHDs, such as Apple's Fusion Drive, combine the characteristics of SSDs and HDDs into both flash memory and an HDD in a single unit to improve performance of frequently accessed data. Can be made. SSDs based on non-flash will slowly charge over time if left without power for a long time. This typically causes worn-out drives, which have exceeded their endurance ratings, to start losing data after storing for two years, at 25 degrees Celsius, after one year, if stored at 30 degrees Celsius, it takes longer for new drives. Therefore, SSDs are not suitable for archival storage. 3D's point is a possible exception to this rule, it is a relatively new technology with unknown long-term data retention characteristics. SSDs may use traditional HDD interfaces and form factors, or new interfaces and form factors that exploit the distinct advantages of flash memory in SSDs. Traditional interfaces, such as SATA and SAS, and standard HDD form factors allow such SSDs to be used as drop-in replacements for HDDs in computers and other devices. New form factors such as MSATA, M.2, U.2, NF1, SMEXPRESS and ETS, formerly known as Ruler SSDs, and high-speed interfaces such as NVM Express, NMU over PCI Express enhance the performance of HDD and can increase. SSDs have a limited number of writes, and are slow to access storage capacity. Development and history. Early SSDs using RAM and similar technology. The first semiconductor storage device not compatible with an early if hard drive interface, e.g. SSD as defined, was the 1978 storage tech STC 4305. The STC 4305, a plug-compatible replacement for the IBM 2305 fixed-head disk drive, initially used charge-coupled devices, CCDs, for storage, and resulted in nearly half the price, $45 MB for a $45 MB capacity, compared to the IBM product 400,000, was reported to be seven times faster. It was later changed to DRAM. Many DRAM and Core, e.g. Dataram Bulk Core, 1976, products were sold as an alternative to HDDs before storage tech SSDs, but these products typically had memory interfaces and were not SSD-defined. In the late 1980s, Zitel offered a family of DRAM-based SSD products under the trade name RAMDisk, for use on systems by Univac and Perkinelmer. Flash-based SSDs 
The basis of flash memory, were invented by Fujio Masuoka and Toshiba in 1980 and commercialized by Toshiba in 1987. Sony Disc Corporation, then SanDisk, founders Eli Harari, and Sanjay Marutra Robert D. seen the ability of flash memory with Norman as an alternative to existing hard drives and in 1989 filed a patent for flash-based SSDs. In 1991, the first commercial flash-based SSD was sent by SanDisk. It was a 20 megabytes SSD in a PCMCIA configuration, and sold at WEM for about $1,000, and was used by IBM in a ThinkPad laptop. In 1998, SanDisk introduced SSD as a factor with PATA interfaces in 2.5 and, and 3 factors. In 1995, Steck Inc. entered the flash memory business for consumer electronic devices. In 1995, M Systems introduced flash-based solid-state drives as HDD replacements for the military and aerospace industries, as well as other mission-critical applications. These applications require SSD's ability to withstand extreme shocks, vibrations and temperature ranges. In 1999, Byte Micro made several introductions and announcements about flash-based SSDs, including an 18GB 3.5-inch SSD. In 2007, Fusion IO announced C-based solid-state drives with up to 100,000 input, output operations per second, IOPS, a performance in a single card, with capacities up to 320GB. In SPID 2009, OCZ Technology demonstrated a 1TB flash SSD using the PCI Express x 8 interface. It achieved a maximum write speed of 0.654 GB per second, GD, S, and a maximum read speed of 0.712 GB, S. In December 2009, Micron Technology announced an SSD using a 6 gigabit per second, GUT, S, SATA interface. In 2016, Seagate demonstrated a 10 gigabytes, S sequential read and write speed from a 16GB C3.0 SSD and a 60TB SSD in a 3.5-inch form factor. Samsung hit the market with a thickness of 3.5 inches using a 2.5-inch form factor using SAS interfaces with a price tag of US $10,000 with a 15.36TB SSD. This was the first time that commercially available SSDs had more capacity than currently available HDDs. In 2018, Samsung and Toshiba both introduced a 30.72TB SSD to the market using the same 2.5-inch form factor, but with a 3.5-inch drive thickness using SAS interfaces. Nimbus Data reportedly announced 100TB drives using the SATA interface and a capacity HDDs are not expected to reach by 2025. Samsung introduced an M.2 NVM SSD with a read speed of 3.5GB, S and write speed of 3.3GB, S. A new version of the 100TB SSD was launched in 2020 at a price of US $40,000, with a cost of 50TB version. Was US dollars In 2019, Gigabyte Technology showcased 8TB 16-lane C4.0 SSD with 15.0GB, S sequential read and 15.2GB, S sequential write speed in Computex 2019. It included a fan that, as new, runs SSDs at high temperatures. Also in 2019, then MEM.2 SSD was launched using the C4.0 interface. These SSDs have read speeds of up to 5.0 GB, S and write speeds of up to 4.4 GB, S. Due to their high-speed operation, these SSDs use large heat sinks, and if they do not get enough cooling airflow, the thermometer throttle will typically drop down after about 15 minutes of continuous operation at full speed. 
Samsung introduced SSDs capable of sequential read and write speeds of 8 gigabits, S and 1.5 million IOPS, capable of transferring data from damaged chips without a chip, making SSDs look normal. Allows to continue working even if it is at low capacity. Enterprise Flash Drive Enterprise Flash Drives, EFDs, are designed for applications required for high I.O. performance, IOPS, reliability, energy efficiency and, more recently, continuous performance. In most cases, an EFD is an SSD compared with an SSD, with a higher set of specific specifications than is typically used in notebook computers. The term was first used by EMC in January 2008, enabling them to identify SSD manufacturers that would deliver products that meet these high standards. There are no standard bodies that govern the definition of EFD, so any SSD manufacturer can claim to produce EFD when in reality the product may not meet any particular requirements. An example is the Intel DCS3700 series of drives, introduced in the fourth quarter of 2012, focused on achieving consistent performance, an area that previously did not receive much attention, but which Intel claimed this venture was important to the market. Specifically, Intel claims that in a steady state, S3700 drives will not change their IOPS by more than 10 to 15%, and 99.9% of all 4 kilobytes random I, OS are serviced at less than 500 that. Another example is the Toshiba PXO2SS Enterprise SSD series announced in 2016, optimized for use in server and storage platforms, requiring write-intensive applications such as writing caching, I.O. acceleration, and online transaction processing, OLTP. It occurs. The PXO2SS series uses a 12 gigabits SSAS interface, which has MLC non-flash memory and achieves random write speeds of up to 42,000 IOPS random read speeds of up to 130,000 IOPS and endurance ratings of 30 drives per day, DWPD, writes. SSDs based on 3D's point have higher random, high IOPS, but lower sequential read, write speeds than their non-flash counterparts. They can have 2.5 million IOPS. Top view of a 2.5-inch 100GB SATA 3.0, 6GB/second model of the Intel DCS3700 series. Drives using other persistent memory technologies. In 2017, the first products with 3D's point memory were released under Intel's Optane brand. 3D's point is completely different from non-flash and stores data using different principles. Architecture and work. The main components of an SSD are controllers and memory to store data. The primary memory component in an SSD was traditionally DRAM volatile memory, but since 2009 it is typically non-flash non-volatile memory. Controller. Each SSD includes a controller that incorporates electronics that bridge the non-memory components for the host computer. The controller is an embedded processor that executes firmware-level code and is one of the most important factors of SSD performance. Some of the tasks performed by the controller include by the I. 1. Bad block mapping 2. Read and write caching 3. Encryption 4. Crypto shredding 5. Correction through error correction and error correction codes, ECC, such as BCH code. 6. Garbage collection. 7. Read scrubbing and read disturbance management. 8. We're leveling. The performance of SSDs can scale with the number of parallel non-flash chips used in the device. A non-chip is relatively slow, due to the narrow, 8/16th bit, asynchronous I.O. interface, and the extra high latency of the original I.O. operations typical for SLC NOND, 25S to 4B pages to get a read. On the array for the I.O. buffer, 
write 250s to create 4 kbytes pages on an array from the I.O. buffer, 2 milliseconds to erase 256 kilobytes blocks. When multiple non-devices are parallelized inside an SSD in bandwidth, bandwidth scales and high latitudes can be hidden, as long as there is enough outstanding operational pending and the load is evenly distributed between devices. Micron and Intel initially built faster SSDs by implementing data stripping, similar to RAID 0, and interfering with their architecture. This enabled the creation of ultra-fast SSDs in 2009 with an effective read, write speed of 250 megabytes, S with a SATA 3 gigabits, S interface. Two years later, Sandforce continued to take advantage of this parallel flash connectivity, releasing consumer-grade SATA 6 gigabits, S SSD controllers, which supported 500 megabytes, S read, write speeds. Sandforce controllers compress data before sending it into flash memory. This process can result in low write and high logical throughput, which depends on the compressibility of the data. Less. We're leveling. If a particular block is repeatedly programmed and erased without writing to any other block, that block will be exited before all other blocks, thereby prematurely ending the life of the SSD. For this reason, SSD controllers use a technique called we're leveling to distribute the writes to all flash blocks in the SSD. In an ideal scenario, it would be possible for each block to be written for its maximum life so that they fail at the same time. The process of evenly distributing writes requires pre-written data and is not transferred, cold data so that the data that is changing more often, hot data, can be written to those blocks. Relocating increases amplification of write data and adds to the wear of flash memory. Designers want to minimize both. Memory. Flash memory. Most SSD manufacturers use non-volatile non-flash memory in the manufacture of their SSDs because the low cost and ability to maintain data without a continuous power supply, compared with DRAM, ensures the persistence of data through sudden power outages is. Flash memory SSDs were initially slower than DRAM solutions, and some early designs were also slower than HDDs after continuous use. This problem was resolved by controllers that surfaced in 2009 and later. Flash-based SSDs store data in metal oxide semiconductor, MOS, integrated circuit chips that contain non-volatile floating gate memory cells. Flash memory-based solutions are typically packaged in standard disk drive form factors, 1.8, 2.5 and 3.5 inch, but in smaller and more compact form factors, such as the M.2 form factor, smaller made possible by flash memory size. Lower price drives typically use triple-level cell, TLC, or multi-level cell, MLC, flash memory, which is slower and less reliable than one-level cell, SLC flash memory. This can be reduced or reversed with SSD's internal design structure such as interleaving, algorithm changes, and higher provisioning, greater capacity, with which where leveling algorithms can work. Solid-state drives that rely on VNON technology, in which layers of cells are stacked, have been introduced. DRAM SSDs based on volatile memory such as DRAM are characterized by very fast data access, generally less than 10 microseconds, and are used primarily to accelerate applications that would otherwise be held back by the latency of flash SSDs or traditional HDDs. DRAM-based SSDs usually include either an internal battery or an external AC-DC adapter and backup storage systems to ensure data persistence while no power is being supplied to the drive from external sources. If power is lost, the battery provides power while all information is copied from random access memory, RAM, to backup storage. When the power is restored, the information is copied back to the RAM from the backup storage, and the SSD resumes normal operation, similar to the Hibernate function used in modern operating systems. 
SSDs of this type are usually fitted with DRAM modules of the same type used in regular PCs and servers, which can be swapped out and replaced by larger modules. Such as IRAM, HyperOS HyperDrive, DD or Drive X1, etc. Some manufacturers of DRAM SSDs solder the DRAM chips directly to the drive, and do not intend the chips to be swapped out, such as Zeus RAM, Eon Drive, etc. A remote, indirect memory access disk, Rhinema disk, uses a secondary computer with a fast network or, direct, InfiniBand connection to act like a RAM-based SSD, but the new, faster, flash memory-based, SSDs already available in 2009 are making this option not as cost-effective. While the price of DRAM continues to fall, the price of flash memory falls even faster. The flash becomes cheaper than DRAM crossover point occurred approximately 2004. 3D's point. In 2015, Intel and Micron announced 3D's point as a new non-volatile memory technology. 105, Intel released the first 3D's point base drive, branded as Intel Optane Trademark SSD, in March 2017 starting with data center product, Intel Optane Trademark SSD DCP4800X series, and following with the client version, Intel Optane Trademark SSD 900P series in October 2017. Both products operate faster and with higher endurance than non-based SSDs, while the aerial density is comparable at 128 gigabits per chip. For the price per bit, 3D's point is more expensive than NAND, but cheaper than DRAM. Other Some SSDs, called NDIM or HyperDIM devices, use both DRAM and flash memory. When the power goes down, the SSD copies all the data from its DRAM to flash. When the power returns, the SSD copies all the data from its flash into its DRAM. 111. In a similar vein, some SSDs actually use form factors and buses designed for DIM modules, while using only flash memory and making it appear as if it is DRAM. Such SSDs are commonly referred to as ultra-DIM devices. The drive, known as a hybrid drive or solid-state hybrid drive, SSHD, uses hybrid spinning disk and flash memory. Some SSDs use magnetoresistive random access memory, MRAM, to store data. Cache or buffer. A flash-based SSD typically uses a small amount of DRAM as a volatile cache similar to buffers in hard disk drives. A directory of block placement and where leveling data is also kept in cache during the operation of the drive. An SSD controller manufacturer, Sandforce, does not use external DRAM cache on its designs, but still achieves high performance. Such elimination of external DRAM reduces power consumption and enables further reduction in the size of SSDs. Battery or supercapacitor. Another component in high-performing SSDs is some form of a capacitor or battery, which is necessary to maintain data integrity so that data in the cache can be flowed to the drive when power is lost. Some may even keep the power in the cache for a long period of time until the power resumes. In the case of MLC flash memory, a problem called lower page corruption can occur when MLC flash memory loses power while programming an upper page. The result is that previously written data and presumed fault can be corrupted if memory is not supported by supercapacitors in the event of a sudden power loss. This problem does not exist with SLC flash memory. Most consumer class SSDs do not have built-in batteries or capacitors. Exceptions are important M500 and MX100 series, Intel 320 series, and the more expensive Intel and 10 and Series 30 series. Enterprise-class SSDs, such as the Intel DCS3700 series, typically have built-in batteries or capacitors. Host interface. An SSD with 1.2 terabytes of MLC NAND, using PCI Express as the host interface. The host interface is physically a connector with signaling managed by the controller of the SSD. 
It is one of the interfaces found in HDDs. They include I, Serial Attached SCSI, SAS3, 12.0 gigabits, S, typically found on servers. Two Serial ADA and SATA versions, SATA 3.0, 6.0 gigabits, S. 3. PCI Express, C3.0 times 4, 31.5 gigabits, S. 4. M.2, 6.0 gigabits, S for SATA 3.0 logical device interface, 31.5 gigabits, S for C3.0 times 4. V, U.2, C3.0 times 4. Vi. Fiber channel, 128 gigabits, S, found almost exclusively on servers. 7. USB, 10 gigabits, S. 8. Parallel ADA, UDMA, 1064 megabits, S, mostly replaced by SATA. 9. Parallel, SCSI, 40 megabits, S, 2560 megabits, S, typically found on servers, mostly replaced by SAS. The last SCSI-based SSD was introduced in 2004. SSDs support various logical device interfaces, such as the Advanced Host Controller Interface, AHCI, and GNOME. Logical device interfaces define the command set used by the operating system to communicate with SSDs and host bus adapters, HBAs. Configuration The size and shape of any tool is largely driven by the size and shape of the components used to make that tool. Traditional HDDs and optical drives are designed with a rotating fillet or spindle motor around an optical disc. If an SSD is made up of various interconnected integrated circuits, ICs, and an interface connector, its size is no longer limited to the size of the rotating media drive. Some solid-state storage solutions come in a large chassis that can also be a rack mount form factor with multiple SSDs. They will all connect to a common bus inside the chassis and out of the box with a connector. For general computer use, the 2.5-inch form factor, typically found in laptops, is the most popular. For desktop computers with 3.5-inch hard disk drive slots, a simple adapter plate can be used to make such drives fit. Other types of form factors are more common in enterprise applications. An SSD can be fully integrated into the device's other circuitry, as with the Apple MacBook Air, starting in fall 2010. By 2014, MSATA and M.2 form factors also gained popularity, mainly in laptops. Standard HDD form factor An SSD with a 2.5-inch HDD form factor, open to show solid-state electronics. Empty spaces next to the non-chips are for additional non-chips, allowing the same circuit board design to be used on several drive models with different capacities. Other drives may instead use a circuit board whose size increases along with drive capacity, leaving the rest of the drive empty. The advantage of using the current HDD form factor would be to take advantage of the already extensive infrastructure to mount and connect drives to host systems. These traditional form factors are known by the size of the rotating media, e.g., 5.25-inch, 3.5-inch, 2.5-inch or 1.8-inch, and dimensions of the drive casing. Standard card form factor. For applications where space is at a premium, such as for ultrabooks or tablet computers, some compact form factors were standardized for flash-based SSDs. MSATA is the form factor, which uses the PCI Express Mini Card physical layout. It remains electrically compatible with the PCI Express Mini Card interface specification when additional connections are required to the SATA host controller through the same connector. The M.2 form factor, formerly known as the Next Generation Form Factor, NGFF, is a natural transition from M SATA and physical layout, which is used for more useful and more advanced form factors. 
while MSATA took advantage of an existing form factor and connector, the M.2 is designed for maximum use of card space while minimizing footprint. The M.2 standard allows both SATA and PCI Express SSDs to fit on the M.2 module. Disk on a module form factors. A 2GB disk on a module with PATA interface. Disk on a module, DOM, is a flash drive with a 4044-pin parallel ATA, PATA, or SATA interface, intended to be plugged directly into the motherboard and as a computer hard disk drive, HDD, is used to. DOM devices emulate traditional hard disk drives, resulting in no need for special drivers or other specific operating system support. DOMs are typically used in embedded systems, often deployed in harsh environments where mechanical HDD buses will fail, or in thin clients due to small size, low power consumption, and silent operation. As of 2016, storage capacity ranges from 4 MB to 128 GB with various variations in physical layout, including vertical or horizontal orientation. Cleanliness required. Box form factor. Many of the DRAM-based solutions use a box that is often designed to fit into a rack mount system. The number of DRAM components required to obtain sufficient capacity to store the data, along with the backup power supply, requires larger space than traditional DD form factors. Bareboard form factor. MO297 SATA drive on a module, DOM, SSD form factor a custom connector SATA SSD. Form factors that were more common for memory modules are now being used by SSDs to take advantage of their flexibility in laying components. Some of these include PCI, Mini PCI, Mini DIMM, MO297 and many more. SATA DIMM from Viking Technology uses an empty DDR3 DIMM slot on the motherboard to power the SSD with a separate SATA connector to provide a data connection to the computer. The result is an easy-to-install SSD with capacities equal to the drive that typically takes a 2.5-inch drive bay. At least one manufacturer, InnoDisk, has produced a drive that sits directly on the motherboard, Satatum, on the motherboard without the need for a power cable. Some SSDs are based on the PSI form factor and connect both the data interface and the power to the host via PSI connector. These drives can use a direct PSI flash controller or a PSI to SATA bridge device that is then connected to a SATA flash controller. Ball grid array form factor. In the early 2000s, some companies introduced ball grid array, BGA, form factors such as SSM now SanDisk, disk on chip and silicon storage technologies NANDrive, now manufactured by Greenland, introduced in SSDs. Systems, and M1000 of Memorite for use in embedded systems. The main advantages of BGA SSDs are their low power consumption, small chip package sizes to fit into the compact subsystem, and they can be directly mixed onto the system motherboard to minimize adverse effects from vibration and shock. Such embedded drives often follow EMMC and use standards. Comparison with other technologies. Hard disk drive. Comparison between SSDs and ordinary, spinning, HDDs is difficult. Traditional HDD benchmarks focus on performance characteristics that are poor with HDDs, such as rotational latency and timing detection. Since SSDs do not require spin or seek to detect data, they may prove superior to HDDs in such tests. However, SSDs have challenges with mixed reads and writes, and their performance may decrease over time. SSD testing should begin with, in use, full drives, as newer and empty, fresh, out-of-the-box, drives may have better write performance, which will only be visible after weeks of use. Most advantages of solid-state drives over traditional hard drives are due to their ability to access data completely electronically rather than electromechanically, resulting in better transfer speeds and mechanical stiffness. On the other hand, 
hard disk drives provide significantly more capacity for their price. Sunfield failure rates indicate that SSDs are significantly more reliable than HDDs, but others do not. However, SSDs are uniquely susceptible to sudden power interruptions, resulting in write abortions or even cases of drive completion. The reliability of both HDD and SSD varies greatly between models. With HDDs, there is a trade-off between the cost and performance of various SSDs. Single-level cell, SLC SSDs, while significantly more expensive than multi-level, MLC, SSDs, provide a significant speed advantage. At the same time, DRAM-based solid-state storage is currently considered the fastest and most expensive, with an average response time of 10 microseconds, rather than the average 100 microseconds of other SSDs. Enterprise flash devices, EFDs, are designed to handle the demands of Tier 1 applications with performance and response times similar to less expensive SSDs. In traditional HDDs, a rewritten file usually occupies the same space on the disk surface as the original file, whereas in SSDs new non-cells will often be written to individual non-cells for the purpose of where leveling. Where leveling algorithms are complex and difficult to rigorously test. As a result, a major cause of data loss in SSDs is the firmware bug. SSD failure SSDs have very different failure modes from traditional magnetic hard drives. Because solid-state drives have no moving parts, they are generally not subject to mechanical failures. Instead, other types of failure are possible. For example, incomplete or failed writing due to sudden power failure may be more of a problem with HDDs, and if a chip fails, all data is lost on it goes, does not apply to a scenario magnetic drive. Overall, however, studies have shown that SSDs are generally highly reliable, and often continue to operate beyond the lifetime expected by their manufacturer. The endurance of SSD should be provided on its datasheet in two forms. 1. Either DW, D, and drive writes per day. 2. Or MTBW, max terabytes written, short TBW. So for example the 1 terabyte Samsung 970 EVO and MEM.2 SSD, 2018, has an endurance of 600 TBW. SSD reliability and failure mode. TechReport.com's initial investigation, which ran from 2013 to 2015, involved several flash-based SSDs being tested to identify how and at what point they failed. The website found that all drives exceeded the specifications of their official endurance by writing hundreds of terabytes without any problems, due to exceeding the specific consumer needs of that order. The first SSD to fail was TLC-based, with the drive succeeding in writing over 800 terabytes. In the test three SSDs wrote that amount, about 2.5 petabytes, three times before they were very unsuccessful. The test also demonstrated the remarkable reliability of consumer market SSDs. A 2016 field study based on data collected over six years at Google's data centers and a million period of drive days found that the proportion of flash-based SSDs in their first four years of use required replacement, which was 4% to 10% is ideal. The authors concluded that SSDs fail at a much lower rate than hard disk drives. In contrast, a 2016 evaluation of 71,940 HDDs found failure rates comparable to Google's SSDs, HDDs had an average failure rate of 1.95%. The study also showed that SSDs experiences higher rates of infallible errors, which cause data loss, than HDDs. It also gave some unexpected results and implications. 1. In the real world, MLC-based designs, considered less reliable than SLC designs, are often as reliable as SLC. The findings suggest that SLC is generally not more reliable than MLC but it is generally said that writing endurance is the following. 
I, SLC NOND, 100,000 deletions per block. 2. MLC NOND, erases 5,000 to 10,000 per block for medium capacity applications, and 1,000 to 3,000 for high capacity applications. 3. TLC NOND, 1,000 per block. 2. The age of the device, measured in days of use, is the main factor of SSD reliability in the amount of data not read or written, written by terabytes or drives written per day. This suggests that other aging mechanisms, such as silicon aging, are in play. The correlation is significant, about 0.2 to 0.4. 3.RAW bit error rates, rebers, slowly deteriorate, and not exponentially, as is often assumed. Berber is not a good predictor of other errors or SSD failure. 4.Irreversible bit error rates, UBER, are widely used, but are not a good predictor of failure. Although SSD Uber rates are higher for HDDs, so although they do not predict failure, they can cause data loss due to unreadable blocks on SSDs compared to HDDs. The conclusion suggests that although overall more reliable, the rate of infallible errors capable of affecting the user is large. 5. Bad blocks are common in new SSDs, and drives with a large number of bad blocks are more likely to lose hundreds of other blocks, most likely due to flash die or chip failure. 30-80% of SSDs at least one is poorly developed. Blocks in 2-7% develop at least one bad chip in the first four years of deployment. 6. There is no sharp increase in errors after the expected lifetime. 7. Most SSDs develop more than a few bad blocks, perhaps 2-4. SSDs that develop many bad blocks often develop more, perhaps hundreds, and may be at risk of failure. However most drives, 99% plus, are shipped with bad blocks from construction. Overall, it was found that defective blocks are common and N30 to 80% of drives will develop in at least one use, but some malfunctioning blocks, 2 to 4, are indicative of hundreds of defective blocks at a later time. The number of bad blocks in construction is further correlated with the development of bad blocks. The report's findings state that SSDs have either received less than a handful of bad blocks or a large number, and suggested that this may eventually be the basis for predicting failure. 8. About 2-7% of SSDs will develop malfunctioning chips in their first four years of use. Two-thirds of these chips would have broken the tolerances and specifications of their manufacturers, which usually guaranteed that no more than 2% of the blocks on a chip would fail within its expected right life. 9.96% of those SSDs requiring repair, warranty servicing, need to be repaired only once in their life. The days between repairs vary from a couple of thousand days to about 15,000 days depending on the model. Data recovery and secure deletion. Solid state drives have created new challenges for data recovery companies, as the way to store data is nonlinear and much more complex than hard disk drives. The strategy by which the drive operates internally can vary massively between manufacturers, and the trim command nullifies the entire range of the deleted file. The level of where also means that the physical address of the data and the addresses exposed to the operating system are different. To safely delete data, the add a secure erase command can be used. A program like Aparm can be used for this purpose. Reliability metric. The JEC Solid State Technology Association, JEC, has published standards for reliability metrics. I.irreversible bit error ratio, UBER. 2 terabytes written, TBW, dash the number of terabytes that can be written to a drive within its warranty. 3 drive writes per day, DWPD, Dash the drive's total capacity can be written per day according to its warranty. Applications. Until that time, 
SSDs were typically used in aspects of mission-critical applications where storage system speeds should be as high as possible, until 2009, usually because of their prohibitive cost on HDDs. As flash memory has become a common component of SSDs, falling prices and increasing density have made it more cost-effective for many other applications. For example, in distributed computing environments, SSDs can be used as a building block for a distributed cache layer that absorbs large amounts of user requests for slow HDD-based backend storage systems. This layer provides much higher bandwidth and lower latency than storage systems, and can be managed in many types, such as distributed key-value databases and distributed file systems. On supercomputers, this layer is commonly known as the ICE buffer. With this fast layer, users often experience shorter system response times. Organizations that benefit from rapid access to system data include equity trading companies, telecommunications corporations, and streaming media and video editing firms. List of applications that may benefit from faster storage. Flash-based solid-state drives can be used to build network equipment from general-purpose personal computer hardware. A written protected flash drive containing operating system and application software can substitute for larger, less reliable disk drives or CD-ROMs. Devices built in this way can provide a cheaper alternative to expensive router and firewall hardware. SSDs are easily written based on a live SD operating system with an SD card. To maintain persistence, combined with a cloud computing environment or other writable medium, an OS booted from a write-lock SD card is robust, rude, reliable, and impervious to permanent corruption. If the running OS falls short, simply turns the machine off and then returns it to its initial uncontrolled state and is thus particularly solid. The SD card installed OS does not require removal of corrupt components as it was write off although any written media may need to be reinstalled. Hard drive cache. In 2011, Intel introduced a smart Mac technology caching mechanism for its C68 chipset and mobile derivatives, which allows a SATA SSD to be used as a cache for a traditional magnetic hard write as A through or write back disk drive. Similar technology is available on Highpoint's Rocket Hybrid C card. Solid-state hybrid drives, SSHDs, are based on the same principle, but integrate some amount of flash memory on the board of traditional drives rather than using a separate SSD. The flash layer in these drives can be accessed independently of magnetic storage by the host using the ADA8 command, allowing the operating system to manage it. For example, Microsoft's Red Drive technology explicitly stores parts of the hibernation file in the cache of these drives when the system hibernates, thereby restarting later. Dual-drive hybrid systems are combining the use of separate SSD and HDD devices installed in a single computer, with overall performance optimization managed by the computer user or the computer's operating system software. Examples of such systems are Cake and DM Cache on Linux and Apple's Fusion Drive. File System Support for SSDs The same file system commonly used on hard disk drives can also be used on solid-state drives. This is commonly expected for file systems to support trim commands that help SSDs recycle deleted data. Support for TRDs came a few years after SSDs but is now almost universal. This means that the file system does not have to manage where levels or other flash memory characteristics, as they are controlled internally by SSDs. Some log-structured file systems, e.g. F2FS, JFFS2, help reduce write amplification on SSDs, especially in situations where only very small amounts of data are changed, such as updating file system metadata. Time. While not a core feature of the file system, the operating system should aim to align partitions correctly, which avoids excessive read-modify-write cycles. A typical practice for personal computers is to align each partition starting at the 1 megabyte, 
equals 1,048,576 bytes, mark, which covers all common SSD page and block size scenarios, as it is all commonly used is divisible by sizes, 1 megabyte, 512 kibibytes, 128 kibibytes, 4 kibibytes, and 512B modern operating system installation software and disk tools handle it automatically. Linux. Initial support for the trim command has been added to version February 6, 2028 of the Linux kernel mainline. Ext4, BTRFS, XFS, JFS and F2FS file systems include support for the discard, trim or unmap, function. Kernel support for trim operation was introduced in version February 6, 1933 of the Linux kernel mainline, which was released on February 24, 2010. To use it, the file system must be mounted using the discard parameter. The Linux swap partition is by default the describe operations when the underlying drives support trim, with the possibility to shut them down, or to choose between one-time or continuous discard operations. Support for queued trim, a SATA 3.1 feature that results in trim commands not blocking command queues, was introduced in the Linux kernel 3.12, released on November 2, 2013 when. An alternative to kernel-level trim operations is to use a user space utility called Fresim that passes through all unused blocks in a file system and sends trim commands to those fields. The Frostim utility is usually run as a scheduled task by the Krona. As of November 2013, it is used by the Ubuntu Linux distribution, in which it is enabled for reliability reasons only for Intel and Samsung solid-state drives. The vendor check file slash etc slash cron.weekly slash trim can be edited using the instructions contained within the file. Since 2010, standard Linux drive utilities have taken care of appropriate partition alignment by default. Linux performance considerations. An SSD that uses NVM Express as the logical device interface, in form of a PCI Express 3.0 times 4 expansion card. During installation, the Linux distribution typically does not configure the installed system to use trim and thus the, etc., stab file requires manual modifications. This is due to the assumption that the current Linux trim command implementation may not be optimal. In some circumstances this has been shown to be a cause of performance degradation rather than a performance increase. As of January 2014, instead of a vector list defining the recommended trim range according to the trim specification, Linux sends an individual trim command to each sector. For performance reasons, it is recommended to switch the I.O. scheduler from the default CFQ, fully appropriate queue, to new poor deadline. CFQ was designed for traditional magnetic media and SOT optimization, thus many of those I.O. scheduling efforts are wasted when used with SSDs. As part of their design, SSDs offer much larger levels of commonality for I.O. operations, so it is better to leave the scheduling decisions to their internal logic, especially for higher-end SSDs. A scalable block layer for high-performance SSD storage in kernel version 3.13, released on January 19, 2014, known as Block Multicoup or Block Mac and developed by Fusion IO engineers, was developed by the Linux kernel mainline. Merged into the performance offered by SSDs and greatly exceeds the I.O. submission rates. With this new design of the Linux kernel block layer, internal queues are divided into two levels, per CPU and hardware submission queues, thus allowing higher levels of I.O. parallelization by removing bottlenecks. As of version 4.0 of the Linux kernel, released on April 12, 2015, the vert I.O. block driver, the SCSI layer, which is used by serial ADA drivers, the device mapper framework, the loop device driver, the unsigned block images, UBI, driver, which applies, erase the block management layer for the flash memory device, and the RBD driver, 
which export Cifrato's objects as a block device, are actually modified to use this new interface, other drivers will be ported to the following releases. Mac OS Later versions of Mac OS X 10.6.8, Snow Leopard, support trim, but only when used with Apple SSD. Trim is not automatically enabled for third-party drives, although it may be enabled by third-party utilities such as Trim Enabler. The status of trim can be checked in the system information application or in the system underscore profiler command line tool. In later versions of OS X 10.10.4, Yosemite, pseudo trim force is enabled as a terminal command that enables trim on non-Apple SSDs. There is also a technique to enable trim in earlier versions than Mac OS X 10.6.8, although it is uncertain whether trim is actually used properly in those cases. Microsoft Windows Prior to version 7, Microsoft Windows did not take any specific measures to support solid-state drives. From Windows 7, the standard NTFS file system provides support for trim commands. Other file systems on Windows do not support trim. By default, Windows 7 and newer versions execute the trim command automatically if the device detects it to be a solid-state drive. However, because trim irreversibly resets all free space, it may be desirable to disable support where enabling data recovery is preferred over where leveling. 253. To change the behavior, the key underscore local underscore machine, system, current control set, control, file system value in the registry key can be disabled. Windows implements the trim command for more than just file removal operations. The trim operation is fully integrated with partition and volume level commands such as format and delete, trunk and compression related file system commands, and system restore, also known as volume snapshots. Is. Windows Vista. Windows Vista typically expects hard disk drives instead of SSDs. Windows Vista includes ReadyBoost to exploit the features of USB-connected flash devices, but for SSDs it only defaults to prevent read-modify-write operations that reduce SSD speed. Partitioning improves alignment. Most SSDs are typically divided into 4 kibibyte sectors, while most systems are based on 512-byte sectors, whose default partition setups are unwritten without 4 kibibytes limits. Proper alignment does not help the SSD's endurance over the life of the drive, however, some Vista operations, if not disabled, can shorten the life of the SSD. Drive defragmentation should be disabled because the location of the file components on the SSD does not significantly affect its performance, but on a limited number of P.E. cycles from transferring files to embodying them using the Windows defrag routine unnecessary writing will cause wear. On SSD the superfudge feature will not improve system performance and causes additional overhead in the system and SSD, although it does not cause wear. Windows Vista does not send trim commands to solid-state drives, but some third-party utilities such as SSD Doctor will periodically scan drives and trim the appropriate entries. Windows 7 Windows 7 and later versions have native support for SSD apostrophe S. The operating system detects the presence of an SSD and optimizes the operation accordingly. Windows Superfetch and ReadyBoost for SSD devices, disables boot time and application prefetching operations. Citation needed, despite Steven Sanofsky's initial statement prior to the release of Windows 7, however, on its behavior, even if the disturbance is not disabled. SSDs vary. One reason is the low performance of volume shadow copy service on fragmented SSDs. The second reason is to avoid practically reaching the maximum file volumes that a volume can handle. If it exceeds the maximum, an attempt to write to the drive later will fail with an error message. Windows 7 also includes support for the trim command to reduce garbage collection for data that the operating system has already determined is no longer valid. Without the support of trim, 
the SSD would be unaware of this data being invalid and would continue to rewrite it during garbage collection due to unnecessary wear on the SSD. It is beneficial to make some changes that prevent SSDs from behaving more like HDDs, for example cancelling defragmentation, not filling them to more than about 75% of capacity, storing frequently written files such as logs and temporary files do not do. A hard drive is available, and enables the trim process. Windows 8.1 Windows systems such as Windows 8.1 and later Windows 10 also support automatic trim for NVMe-based PCI Express SSDs. For Windows 7, this functionality requires the KB 2,990,941 update and needs to be integrated into Windows setup using Discom if Windows 7 is to be installed on an SSD. Windows 8, 8.1 also supports SCSI unmapped commands for USB attached SSDs or SATA to USB enclosures. The SCSI unmap is the full analog of the SATA trim command. It is also supported over USB attached SCSI protocol, UASP. Graphical Windows Disk Defanger in Windows 8.1 also identifies SSDs separately from hard disk drives in different media type columns. While Windows 7 supported automatic trim for internal SATA SSDs, Windows 8.1 and Windows 10 support manual trim, via the optimized function in Disk Defragmenter, as well as automatic for SATA, and USB attached STDs. Trim. ZFS. Solaris, released in October 2008, as of version 10 update 6, and more recently, when versions of OpenSolaris, Solaris Express Community Edition, Illumos, Linux with ZFS on Linux, and FreeBSD all performing for ZFS, can use SSD as a booster. A low-latency SSD can be used for ZFS Intent Log, ZIL, where it is named Slog. This is a synchronous write to the drive each time. An SSD, not necessarily with low latency, can also be used for the Level 2 Adaptive Replacement Cache, L2ARC which is used to cache data for reading. When used alone or in combination, a large increase in performance is typically observed. Freebst. On September 23, 2012, ZFS introduced support for trim for FreeBSD. The code maps the areas of data that were freed. On each write the code secures the map and eventually removes the limits that were previously freed, but are now overwritten. There is a low-priority thread that limits trims when the time comes. Also the Unix file system, UFS, supports trim commands. Swap partition. According to Steven Sanofsky, Microsoft's former Windows division president, there are few files better than a page file to put on SSDs. According to the collected telemetry data, Microsoft considered pagefile.sys an ideal match for SSD storage. Linux swap partitioning is by performing trim operations by default when the underlying block device supports trims, with the possibility of turning them off, or to choose between one-time or continuous trim operations. If an operating system does not support using trim on discrete swap partitions, it may be possible to use swap files inside a simple file instead. For example, OS X does not support swap partitions, it only swaps for files within a file system, so it can use trim, for example, swap files are deleted. Dragonfly BSD also allows SSD config swaps to be used as file system caches. It can be used to boost performance on both desktop and server workloads. Cake, DM Cache and Flashcake projects provide a similar concept to the Linux kernel. Commercialization. Availability. Solid-state drive technology has been marketed in the military and niche industrial markets since the mid-1990s. With the emerging enterprise market, SSDs are appearing in ultramobile PCs and some lightweight laptop systems, which significantly increase the price of laptops based on capacity, form factor, and transfer speed. 
For low-end applications, a USB flash drive may be achievable for $10 to $100 or so, depending on capacity and speed. Alternatively, compact flash cards can be combined with a CF to IDE or CF to SATA converter at the same cost. None of these require writing cycle endurance issues to be managed, either from storing frequently written files on a drive, or by using a flash file system. Standard compact flash cards typically have speeds of 7 to 15 megabytes, S, while more expensive upmarket cards claim speeds of up to 60 megabytes, S. The first flash memory SSD-based PC to be available was the Sony Vio UX90, which was announced for pre-order on June 27, 2006 and began shipping to Japan on July 3, 2006 with a 16GB flash memory hard drive. In late September 2006, Sony upgraded the SSD to 32GB on the Vio UX90. One of the first mainstream streams of SSD was the EXO laptop, built as part of the One Laptop Per Child project. Mass production of these computers made for children in developing countries began in December 2007. These machines use 1024 MB SLC non-flash as primary storage, which is considered more suitable for the port than normal conditions in which they are expected to be used. Dell began shipping ultra-portable laptops with SanDisk SSDs on April 26, 2007. Asus released the EPC sub-notebook on October 16, 2007 with 2, 4 or 8 GB of flash memory. On January 31, 2008, Apple released the MacBook Air, a slim laptop with an optional 64GB SSD. The Apple Store was priced at $999 more for this option, as compared to the 80GB 4200RPM hard disk drive. Another option, the Lenovo ThinkPad X300 with a 64GB SSD, was announced by Lenovo in February 2008. On August 26, 2008, Lenovo released the ThinkPad X301 with a 128GB SSD option which adds around $200 US. In 2008, low-end netbooks with SSDs appeared. In 2009, SSDs started appearing on laptops. On January 14, 2008, EMC Corporation, EMC, became the first enterprise storage vendor in its product portfolio to ship flash-based SSDs when it announced that it had commissioned Steck Incorporated for its Symmetrix 20 system. Has chosen the Zeus IOPS SSDs. In 2008, Sun released Sun Storage 7000 Unified Storage Systems, codeine named Amber Road, a solid-state drive and traditional hard drive to take advantage of the speed offered by SSDs and the economy and capacity offered by traditional HDDs. Drives use both. Dell began offering optional 256GB solid-state drives on select notebook models in January 2009. In May 2009, Toshiba launched a laptop with 512GB SSD. Since October 2010, Apple's MacBook Air line has used a solid-state drive as standard. 283. In December 2010, the OCZ Revo Drive X Tube C SSD writes up to 740 megabytes, s sequential speed, and random small file up to 120,000 IOPS. In November 2010, Fusion IO released its highest performance SSD drive named IO Drive Octel, using a PCI Express X16 Gen 2.0 interface with 5.12 terabytes of storage space. Read speeds of 6.0 gigabytes, s, 4.4 gigabytes, s, write speed and a low latency. 30 microseconds. It has 1.19M read 512-byte IOPS and 1.18M write 512-byte IOPS. In 2011, computers became available based on Intel's Ultrabook specifications. These specifications suggest that Ultrabooks use an SSD. 
These are consumer-level devices, unlike many previous flash offers aimed at enterprise users, and represent the first widely available consumer computer using separate SSDs from the MacBook Air. At CES 2012, OCZ Technology showcased our four cloud surface SSDs, capable of reaching a transfer speed of 6.5 GB, SN 1.4 million IOPS. Also announced was the Z Drive R5 which is available in capacities up to 12 TB, capable of reaching a transfer speed of 7.2 GB, SN 2.52 million IOPS using PCI Express X16 Gen 3.0. In December 2013, Samsung introduced and launched the industry's first 1TB mSATA SSD. In August 2015, Samsung announced a 16TB SSD, the highest capacity single storage device of any type in the world at the time. While many companies offer SSD devices in 2018, only five companies offer them that actually manufacture non-flash devices which are storage elements in SSDs. Quality and Performance In general, the performance of any particular device can vary significantly under different operating conditions. For example, storage devices, the number of parallel threads reaching I, O block size, and the amount of free space remaining can all dramatically change the device's performance, e-transfer rates. SSD technology is rapidly evolving. Most performance measurements used on disk drives with rotating media are also used on SSDs. The performance of flash-based SSDs is difficult to benchmark due to the wide range of possible conditions. In a test conducted by SIST in 2010, using an eometer, 4 kilobytes random 70% reads, 30% writes, Q depth 4, the IOPS distributed by the Intel X25E 64GB G1 triggered about 10,000 IOPS, and dropped sharply after 8 minutes. For 4,000 IOPS, and continued to decrease gradually for the next 42 minutes. The IOPS varies from about 50 minutes to between 3,000 and 4,000 for the rest of the 8-plus hour test run. Designers of enterprise-grade flash drives try to extend longevity by increasing over-provisioning and implementing wear leveling. So, these were some information about a SSD solid-state drive. I hope you understood it. If you have any doubt you can ask me in the comments section. You can also mail me your queries at ayushbakesy 27206 at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at ayushmanbakesy, at Mythonology, and you are free to DM me any type of queries. Thank you.